Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Kim Porsche. Again. Episode 12. Yeah. Recap. Yeah. Episode yeah. 12. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I've already been warned about this, so this should be very interesting. Yeah, no, I went on some deep dives. <laughs> oh, no. Some actually aren't that bad. Some aren't that bad. Some are. Some are. <laughs> some are. I'm being completely upfront. I'm, some are no, pretty no. like. Some definitely are. Yeah, of course. Like obviously, yeah. I wouldn't expect like, any different. Good. I mean, yeah. You you should know me by now, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, Emma, how was your week this week? So I've like only been working. I literally like like I because I, I keep taking people's shifts that don't want them because my schedule is mm -hmm. so like tiny. Because my manager yeah. refuses to schedule me for certain things. Uh, or, like, I'm like, dude, I can work every day except for Sunday. Just schedule me and not. So, like, everyone's like, you want mine? I'm like, yes. So, I keep turning, like, three days a week into, like, five days a week. And then... That's good. Yeah. I mean, making money. I'm fixing it somehow. But you did a thing that irked me on the, on, um, the end of the day la yesterday. So, now I'm back to not liking him. <laughs> but, um... Won't talk about it on here for fear of him finding it. Um, <laughs> I don't think he will, but like for fear of him finding it, I won't say another word. Yes. Um, otherwise, I totally forgot to mention um, when we were doing last week's videos. Uh, if anyone watches our To My Star 2 podcast stuff, if anyone listens to that, um, you'll know that I was trying to find the location for <gasps> right for the uh where they took the poster and where they played basketball just that like park area with this like lake fountain thingy um and i found it um but oh uh, I, for, first of all i was searching for hours like a <laughs> couple yeah. hours at night and then a couple hours in the morning i looped my mom into it because she was driving i was driving her crazy she's like let me help and <laughs> we were all googling like <laughs> strings of words like fountain korea light thing <laughs> And we just couldn't find it. And Billy was like, why don't you just email the director or something? And lo and behold, 15 minutes later, she messaged back. That, that's actually really quick. And I'll be honest, so I did not expect her to respond. I was just giving you ideas. I know. You were but just the like, fact oh. that she did was pretty amazing. It was pretty great. I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. I was driving myself nuts trying to find it. It was so funny. But now I have the location. Um, I've looked at, like, pictures and stuff, and I can't find the tall, light, fountain-y thingy that they were looking at, so mm -hmm. maybe I'll see it when I'm there, but I can't find any pictures of it, so I don't know if it was just a one-time thing that it was there. I was gonna say, maybe that's something they brought in for the show. I would think so. I would, that's what I guess, but also, yeah. did they have the budget for a giant fountain thing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so... I don't know. I'll have to see when I want to walk around. I'll try and walk around the whole park, but it's a really, really big park. So I'm going to try and find it. It's in Incheon. It's not, actually not in Seoul. I was looking in Seoul, oh, and that was my problem. That's what it was. Yes. Okay, that was what it was. Okay, that's what see, it was. that's the issue. Yeah, that was my issue. My mom was like, after we found out, she was like, oh, but it must be in Seoul. I was like, shut up. <laughs> I, <laughs> I went off of what my knowledge was based on, okay? But no, I found it uh, thanks to the director. So thank you so much. I was going nuts. Yes, thank you. Yes, thank you. Um, but that was a pretty cool thing that happened. So I forgot to mention that last yes. time. Yes. That's pretty much been my week. Uh, what about you? How's yours? Well, it was pretty shit, actually. Oh, I'm not going to lie. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, so first off, it's the first week back after vacation, which is always, you know, 
that's always gonna suck. Oh yeah. Going back to work after Hell vacation. Yeah. Um, so that was shitty. And then earlier this week, more shitty news. Um, my uncle passed away. No. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thanks. Yeah. So we've been dealing with that. Yeah. So shit week actually. Ouch, that sounds shit. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Um. Yeah. Anyway, Kin Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> Less shit things is Ken Porsche, episode 12. I did just watch it, but also I was doing that and editing my dance videos at the same time because I was trying to get everything Oh, out. so you may have missed some things? So I may have missed some things on the rewatch, but maybe I'll still have a good enough knowledge of like, because every time a new scene popped up, I was like, what is the scene about? Okay. <laughs> like, okay. So I have yeah. a like, gist. <laughs> um... Yeah, so actually, someone actually recommended, and I actually can't thought of this idea before, too. Mm. So, obviously, this is a very big Vegas Pete episode, right? Yeah. About that scene. Um, <laughs> so, someone recommended that we, like, recap the episode, but skip the Vegas Pete stuff till the end to fully oh. talk about it. <gasps> and I agree, because we all know once I start talking about it, I'm not going to want to stop talking oh, about it. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you're, and you're just not wanting to talk so, about anything else. Yeah, so like, I feel like it'd be good to cover everything first, and then we'll talk all the Vegas Beat stuff. So we're going That's a bit out of order this time. We, we don't normally do this, but no, we don't. special circumstances. It's an out-of-order kind of week. <laughs> yeah, it's an out-of-order kind of week. It's fine. It's just the way it is. <laughs> um, anyway... Ken Porsche, episode 12. Woo! Very exciting. Yeah, no, you are. <laughs> Very I, exciting. I was on my way to work, so I didn't watch her whole reaction, but I was like, well, I have to watch the part. So I fast forwarded to the part. <laughs> so it was like, it was so, I literally took a screen, I, I was going to post it on our uh, Instagram, but I haven't yet. I took a screenshot of your face of just like, <laughs> just frozen with your mouth hanging open. Uh we will get there when we get there, but oh my god, I have things to say. Oh. Okay. Oh, it's gonna be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, before all that, we have Porsche dropping Shay off at his music college interview yeah. thing. Um, yeah, it's sweet, and like they hug, and like Shay like doesn't really seem to want to let go. He like lingers on the hug, Aww. and it's just I, w I worry Shay about Shay. I really do. Well, this episode, I worry about Shay. Yeah. Shay, Shay was not in the best place this episode. No, he wasn't at all. Um, yeah. Um, and then after Porsche leaves, Shay throws away his resume. He throws it in the trash, and he and someone says, Oh, are you here for the so music sad. interview? And she, he's like, No, I'm not. And he, like, no. walks away. I was like, What are you doing? Don't throw it away, Porsche! Which, honestly, I blame Kim for this. Like, I blame Kim for this, mm. I'll be honest. He really fucked with him I, last I mean, episode. Yeah. Honestly, that was, like, a bit sad. But, like, I don't know, dude. I just, like, <laughs> I, okay, here's the thing. Like, I want them, <laughs> I want them to be together, I guess, like that, because they mm. seem like a really cute couple. It's not the forefront of my yeah. mind, seeing as a lot of other things are more major than this ship. Um, yeah, <laughs> I see the face you're making, <laughs> <laughs> but, but also he, I definitely feel for Shay because he feels like he's been like 
betrayed a few times. Like, like Porsche hasn't really been just on a job by the beach. He's been mm-hmm. a bodyguard for a dangerous criminal organization. And the person that he thought he was totally in love with turns out to be the brother of the guy who's running the criminal organization, pretty much. So it's he keeps getting slapped every way he looks, and it's just not good. Yeah. Yeah, I, like, and also Kim, I kind of admit last episode, he only got close to Shay to get the Porsche and get info on him. Yeah. And so it's like, it was him being used this whole time. Yeah. It changed, um, which I think, over fun. time, but it, to start out that way is never good. Like, yeah, no. even if you, even if you find out that that person, like, really loves you now and they've grown to love you, the if you find out that some, that your relationship started out in that kind of way it's gonna hurt you a little bit. Like, even if they love mm-hmm. you now, it's still gonna be like, wait, but you did what at the start of a relationship? You only got close to me to get close to someone else? Like, it's... It yeah, it's it's kind of like if someone if you start a relationship using that person to make someone else jealous. Yeah. It's kind of like a big, like, wow. Like, starting off a relationship like that is not fun. I've seen it's that not in a few good. different shows. That the yeah, that's a, that's a common pro. Yeah. yeah, and then they start to like them, but then the truth comes out eventually. And it's like, like you oh, can't, well, fuck you. You can't hide the truth for long. Eventually it's going to come out, because there's traces yeah. of your crush on the other person, probably. Hmm, yeah. Then Porsche returns, and he asks Paul where Kin is, and he says he's out for on business. And Porsche and his paranoid ass <laughs> runs into <laughs> arm and is like, hey, it's Code Red. Dude, we've got more, uh, more, um, coincidences between Kim Porsche and Tharntai. Both, there are two boyfriends in each of these episodes that are very suspicious of their partner. <laughs> yep. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, more connections. More connections. Um, yeah, so then, we learned that Porsche actually bugged Kim's button, I think. Oh, it was a, okay. I was wondering how he I think it. so. Because they zoom in on his button as, like, oh. Porsche is like listening in, so I feel like it was bugged. Um, <laughs> and this is when Porsche is like, "Oh, we better not be cheating." And when he hears like Ken talking, he's like, he calls Armin. He's like, "Okay, it's code black now. Try, time to catch him in the act." And I'm just like, "Is there really this whole code system for Ken possibly cheating on Porsche?" Dude, come on! Like, you gotta trust your partner a little more than that. Like, has he? Has he really done anything? He hasn't really done anything for Porsche to like get this jealous. I would think. I think I mean, it's other just than Porsche being possessive. Thing. I oh, that's a very good point. Other than the whole, to- <laughs> I forgot about the whole Tawan thing. I mean, that was a whole ass episode. That was a whole ass like experience. So um, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. So he's probably like a little uh, traumatized by the whole Tawan thing. So he's probably a little stressed about it happening again. So okay, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Also, Arm works for Kin. So why is he helping Porsche? That's the my question. Stick together, dude. Bodyguards stick together. Like, Porsche isn't a bodyguard anymore. Okay, well, he was, all right? Like, <laughs> I- I'm not a worker at Six Flags anymore, but I'm still camaraderies with my fellow employees that used to work there. <laughs> okay, uh, fair. You know, when you're fair. in a system, okay. you bond. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take that. Um, <laughs> and then... Porsche calls Arm off when he hears the club owner that his uncle invested in way back in episode one. Mm-hmm. And Come back. Porsche realizes that that man 
I guess, worked for Ken or did Ken a favor. And this was all to set up for Porsche to be Ken's bodyguard. Yeah. This whole thing was a setup. It was a whole setup. Which? Which? Can you do me a favor? Pull up our very first podcast episode and skip to 44 oh. minutes and 41 seconds. Okay, for, okay, let me do that, let me do that. I'm pulling it, I'm pulling it. Okay. You said 44 minutes and 41 seconds? Yeah, skip there. Okay, I'm at 44.38, okay. Day to get money is accept that job. Which, so I actually wrote down, I was wondering, um, do we think Kin's people, like, kind of works for the where this guy works for him and maybe we're like trying to like i don't know if there's like some big mastermind puppeteering pulling the strings type thing where it's kind of like oh he was kind of forcing porsche into a corner i don't know i don't think so oh my god i got i called it from day one you <laughs> like, nope. one. that's my bad i did not think you were right on that <laughs> So, wow. yeah, I just want to prove I, I was right. I'm a genius. You are a genius. Yes. Well done. I'm so bratty. <laughs> I picked... I, well, I talked about it in my reaction, but you said you, like, skipped only the, like, that scene, so you probably missed that, and I talked about it in there. So, yes. I called it first. You did call and it I first. And I knew. Yes. Oh. I completely forgot about uh, about us talking about that all the way back then, because it was our first one. And this is why I say things even if I'm not 100% sold on it. Because just in case, I need to say it just to, in case I'm right. Just in case. So I can say always, I was right. Always say something just in case you're right. Yes. Because a lot of it is absolute bullshit that we've said. But like, <laughs> what? Yeah. one of them stuck through. <laughs> one of them got through. One of them was right. That's all you need. Got it. So then after Porsche realizes that, um, scene, a scene happens that we're going to skip until the end. But yeah. then, Ken returns to Porsche and he, like, hugs him, but Porsche is, like, mad. Oh, yeah. I would be. <laughs> yeah. Um, Porsche says people in love shouldn't lie to each other. And that's when Ken, like, re he realizes what Porsche knows, like, immediately. He's like, oh. Like, he found out. Yeah. He's like, oh no, how did you know? Like, I, like I'm wondering when he's going to be like, hey, how did you find... I just talked about that. How did you know? <laughs> did you bug me? <laughs> I like how Kim was very open about it. He wasn't like, what are you talking yeah. about? Like, he was very like, oh, like, you found he was out. Like, like, he was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. Because he knows that, that he doesn't want to lie to his... Lie to his no, he doesn't so. want to lie to him. No. So, and that's something I always liked about Kim. He's... he's he doesn't really, he's not dishonest to Porsche. He does up front mm. say, no, this is what we're doing. This is, this will happen. He does, he's not going to lie about it, which I do respect. And he hasn't yeah. lied about anything else that comes, like, just to mention, like, anything else that happens in the rest of the show, he doesn't necessarily lie about either. So there's no lies mm. that he tells Porsche. He's completely honest with him when he knows, like, Porsche needs to hear the truth. You know? Yeah. Um, then Porsche brings up that that house was the last thing his parents left him. Oh. And Ken apologizes, saying he was just following his father's orders. And Ken says he will find out everything that Porsche wants to know, and, like, will tell him and, like, get the info. 
Yeah. And then... And they hug, which was sweet. Well, uh, sort of. Uh, sort of. I'm, I'm pretty sure Kin hugs Force. Force is kind of just like arms Force down. Force is like, okay, you're on thin ice. <laughs> yeah, he's not rejecting the hug, but he's not like yeah. giving into it either. It's not like a huge bad thing, but he's just like, I am mad at you right now. <laughs> I just want to yeah. make sure you know that. Um, then Kin and Porsche find Corn, and Corn is just like, oh, so is this about, um, me tricking Porsche to be the bodyguard, or is this about your parents' car crash? Oh. Right away. Just. Right into yeah. it. Yeah. Corn. <laughs> Corn's, <laughs> I, I'm not a fan. He's, he's sketched. No, nah, he's. I don't trust him, and I have more things to say later on, but, like, he, he's just, he's mm. hes not good. He's not um, good. There's something wrong no, here. No, he's not. Yeah. Corn explains that the driver was his friend, and he didn't know that they had two children, so he covered it up to help his friend. Which, we learn later, is a lie. Let's make, um, let's make note of this. I want to make note of this for future... Future Wait, podcast episode, especially the last one. What? The uh, driver? Make note of the fact what? that he's that of what he's telling him. Yeah, right now, like everything about what happened with the driver and then and his parents and everything. Anything he's telling him right now, I want to make note of it so we can talk about it again in our last episode for Kim Bush. Okay. Well, I know at the end they kind of revealed that he was lying about this with the picture, right? Mm. Okay. okay. But I guess there's more. Okay. Yes, then... I completely looked away when the last thing when the last thing happened. I looked away. <laughs> oh. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's the problem. Once we get to the end, I'll bring I'll roll it back around. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, make, make sure to remember to bring this up. I'll I'll I I might forget. Um. Yeah, and then we get a flashback to when Corn was looking at two fish, and they're like in different tanks. And do you know why they were in different tanks? Mm. Ooh, why? I, why were they in different tanks? So I believe they're beta fish. And yeah. if they were in the tank together, they would kill each other. <gasps> Ooh. Foreshadowing? I don't know. That's the thing. I'm like, who is it supposed to be, to be like? Is it Corn and Gun? Is it Ken and Vegas? Is it Porsche yeah. and Ken? Like, who who are they supposed to represent? I don't know, dude, actually. Like, uh, that's a good question. I'm trying to think of, like, the future and who it could represent, but I I don't know. We'll have to, like, look more know. into it and bring it back around, maybe, but I... Maybe, maybe it wasn't supposed to represent anything. It's just he has beta fish and they're, like, separated. Like, um, ooh, fish. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> There's a lot of fish um, in this show, actually. <laughs> yeah, fish are a prominent theme in this. Fish, quite a thing. Um... And this is when Corn's bodyguard shows Corn the video of Porsche fighting behind the bar in the first episode. A lot of flashbacks to the first episode in this, I realized. With, like, the club guy, Porsche's uncle, this, mm. like, literally flashbacks of it. Like, they go, like, it's, like, a lot of... Yeah, it's bringing a lot back around and answering some questions that were at the beginning. Yeah. Which I like. I like that they're getting into this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Despite the fact that I completely forgot about all of this. I know. <laughs> My memory, I forgot about all of it. And that's when Corn kind of realized it was Porsche, and he says he wanted to pay for his mistakes by having Porsche work here and by him taking care of his brother. Mm. And we see Ken, like, put a hand on Porsche's back to, like, support him and be like, hey, I'm there for you, but Porsche kind of, like, shoves him off, and be, so it's like, he's not really into that. 
Which, fair, but... Yeah, he is still upset. He's trying. <laughs> Porsche asks why he didn't just tell him, and Corrin says he's too stubborn to accept the help. And Porsche is like, yeah, you're right, and then he leaves. True. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yep. Um, and then a scene's happened that we're gonna skip. Um, yes. Yes. We're gonna skip for now. Uh, I'm trying to find the end of the, the, my notes for the scene. Okay, <laughs> okay, here we are. How many notes did you write for this scene? <laughs> it took a while to scroll down a few times to get to the oh. end. Um, okay. Then we're actually at Porsche, Porsche's house. Okay. He's back there. He's with Shay. And he's like telling him that they don't need to go back anymore. And Shay kind of just says that he just wants Porsche to be happy. Um, mm. And then Kin comes in with like water and bread. The bread's back, I noticed. The bread's back! Um, Woo! Yes. They, they actually name drops the bread. Like the brand name, I oh forgot gosh, what it was. But it was like drop. farmland or something bread. So it was like. See, you gotta name drop the bread because then, how will we know which bread to buy? Which is the best bread? <laughs> the only bread worth buying. <laughs> yes, the only bread worth buying. The one they had sex with in the last episode. Yes. The episode one <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um. And then Shay's kind of like leaves him alone, and. Porsche tells Ken that he doesn't have to live like this, and he doesn't have to live here, and Ken says, like, he's happy because he gets to be with Porsche. So that means that both Ken and Porsche moved out and, like, are now living there with them? I'm not entirely sure, because I remember watching this going, wait, is he leaving the house? Like, like what is going on here? Like, he has duties, doesn't he? Like, I, I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, because... Because uh, I know at the end they kind of reversed where I think Porsche agrees to be Ken's bodyguard again. So then I think they'd probably go back yeah. next episode anyway. But I'm, I think as of right now, I think they kind of just like moved out. Because they're both obviously pissed at um, Korn yeah. for lying. Because Ken didn't know either. All that. No, he didn't, he didn't know that part. He knew he knew yeah. manipulating to get Porsche to be the bodyguard. He didn't know about the car yeah. crash incident. That, yeah, just that, that, just that, but not the, you know, getting him to come. Yeah. Um, and then, and then Porsche says, like, at the compound, Ken can get whatever he wants by snapping his fingers, and then he'll have to, like, actually do work here, and Ken says <laughs> he can live anywhere as long as he's with Porsche. Which was sweet. Uh, that is sweet. I honestly think that even though Ken's had his whole life, like, where people have been waiting on him, like, he can take care of himself. Like, I, I, I haven't seen anything otherwise, honestly. Like, he seems yeah. to be adept at being able to... Yeah, despite that. the fact he's had a lot of help in his life with the bodyguards and everything, yeah. he does seem to be very independent and can handle himself, if need be. Yeah, I feel like if he, even if he didn't really know how to do a lot of things, he can adapt pretty quickly to whatever situation mm -hmm. is going on. So, I wouldn't worry about him in that aspect. Yeah. Um, later, Kin... Porsche, Time, and Tay are all cooking at Porsche's house. And it's kind of just like a cute little cooking scene a bit. Um, Ken, and, yeah, Ken and Time are arguing about like... Speaking yes. of! <laughs> do you know what they're cooking? <laughs> yeah, oh no, so I saw this later. It was the fucking baking carbonara? Carbonara? Yes, it carbonara? is! It 
was my bacon carbonara. I have one package left. <laughs> yeah, I saw the package and I was just like, wait, I've seen that. Because honestly, I, like, I don't think I've seen that to this, this point. These are my noodles. Yes. I know. Yeah, I think it's just for Kim Porsche, it's just in that episode, I believe. I haven't seen it otherwise, but it's rewatching, not me. It's like the beginning of every episode, like really, <laughs> or, or nearly every part. They're like, check out this noodles. So, but it's not like in the show, which is interesting. It's just at the beginning of each. Oh, episode. oh, we always a little ad breaking between the like yeah. because they split up in like four scenes or whatever, and like yeah. it's like the commercial break essentially. Yeah, it's just at the beginning of a few of those uh, for each okay. episode. So, but they never eat on the show. But I was like, okay, we need to talk about the noodles on Kinforge because <laughs> there's noodles and they're yummy. So yes. I put too much water in it last time I did it, but I have one package left, which means I have one more chance to get it perfect. <laughs> or else I have to buy more, and I'm, I, I can't spend that much money on three packs of noodles, man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, make sure to put bacon in and everything. And I know. This time I'll put bacon real. in. I haven't been, actually. So I haven't oh, no, you need, that's like part of it. I know. I, like... ha- I actually haven't been, because the first time I had it, I had COVID, and I was like, I don't want anything scratchy. Yeah. Uh, on my throat so I didn't put it in and then this second time I was like eh maybe not and then so now this time I swear I'll put less water and more bacon <laughs> mm, okay I'm gonna have it tonight it'll be good um so as Ken and Tay are arguing Ken and Time are arguing um Tay says like oh Porsche is lucky to have a boyfriend like Ken who like loves him and all that and Porsche's like yeah you seem lucky too but Tay says it's not like that. Mm. And it's hard to say in the business, so he tells them to hold on to each other. Which, because I know in that one episode, Time was given, like, flirty ads with Porsche's friend. Yeah. In, like, episode, like, That's two or three or something. That's what I remember, too, when I first watched that, yeah. So, with this, like, confirming that either Time is cheating on him, or maybe Time just doesn't, or Tay just knows that Time doesn't really, like, love him that much, or, like... I don't know what the situation is with them. I don't either. Uh, I, I, but I do think that, like, I think he must know that, like, his boyfriend likes to make eyes at other people. Yeah. And he, okay. the, he probably sees, like, the way Kin and Porsche are and is probably, like, he not knows. Me. He's like, that's, the, you know, that we're not like that. Yeah. So it kind of makes him okay. sad, probably. <laughs> Well, yeah, I bet. It'd like, make me sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then Kin brings over the cooked bacon carbonara, and yeah. they're like eating and stuff. Being like, "This is delicious." <laughs> yeah. Well, well, Tay says Kin's thing is burned. Um. And then Kin says his thing is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Why of not? Cor- well, I mean, it's Kin Forest. Like, you gotta, you gotta throw on euphemisms every now and then. Exactly, exactly. We got the dick gun stuff. Why not more? Yes, why not dick carbonara? Dick <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Please, I have seven. to eat it later. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't have to think of that. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Then the doorbell rings, and Porsche goes to get it, and he reveals it's corn, and Tom and Tara are like, oh, shit, we better leave. Like, we should probably fuck off, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they the do. Family drama's going on. <laughs> um, and then corn gives him a picture, 
of the driver and with the address on the back and says like hey here it is do with this what you want um, yeah now i'm gonna be completely honest i don't think that guy actually was the driver i hmm. do not buy do this not? I do not, no. Mm. I, I, I messaged you, and I think I said it in my reaction, too. But I think it was his wife. I think his wife was the driver. Oh, yes, that's right. Someone actually, that's right. And someone commented, didn't they, on your video and was like, I agree. Uh, I, I yeah. Agree, really, I think it's probably well, someone who hasn't watched it yet. Um, yeah. And so they, that's their theory as well. That's a good theory. I, honestly, I'm... I'm I'm waiting to see what happens with it. I see how know. you figure it out. I wanna, I wanna see it unfold. <laughs> well, I feel like it was either like his fucking wife or him. Like, and I, I feel like him right now would be too obvious if it was all this big lead up to be like, oh I, no, yeah, it's actually me. Yeah, I feel like me. that would be too obvious. Like that would be like kind of yeah. like be like really, like that's stupid. Yeah. Um. Anyway, later, Ken and Port are like out, like stalking this man as he like waters his garden. <laughs> And Porsche has the dick gun ready. Um, the d uh. Yes. I mean, I, I know it was called the lucky gun, but I'm calling it a dick gun now because that's the gun they use to, like, reference. I'm calling it a dick gun now. It's a dick gun. Yes. The dick gun. Um, and Porsche is, like, about to get out, but then he sees the man with his granddaughter, and he kind of decides not to after that. Mm. And I think this is why. Don't want to scar the kid. Yeah, and I think that Corn knew this guy had a granddaughter or like some sort of like family stuff, and knew that if Poor saw that he wouldn't kill him. And I think that's why Corn put this guy in particular up for because he knew this guy was a family man, and he knew Poor wouldn't want to kill him if he saw that. Maybe, but also, how would he know that the granddaughter would have run out at that mo moment? I mean, I feel like he probably would have thought that Portion Ken would have followed him around enough. To see, like, he has, maybe not to the granddaughter, but, like, kids, like, a son or daughter or whatever, and, like, has, like, a family. Like, he like he has, like, the family lifestyle, and, like, mm -hmm. Porsche wouldn't want to take that away. Whether it was a granddaughter or the son or daughter or whatever, like, if some sort of family lifestyle, Porsche wouldn't want to break that up. Especially having his broken up, he wouldn't want to break up someone else's. Could be, could be. I'm like holding on to all this information. Really. I know you're just like, oh, okay. Well, I will. Good luck can with I that. tell you what? Can I tell you one thing? Just like about the vibe of the situation as a whole. Oh, am I wrong? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying oh. this. This whole situation is way more complicated than you know. Oh fuck. Okay, so I'm definitely wrong. <laughs> you're not. Not necessarily. There could be something. It, it could be involved, but like, there's more shit probably okay like, if you are if you are right or wrong there's more shit included okay so like, there's more shit involved okay it's complicated honestly so i have another theory i was gonna bring this up towards the end but i'll bring it up now mm -hmm. i think porsche's parents were secretly working with corn in a way like they were like investors with corn or like they were part of the mafia in a way mm. because they were clearly close with corn i don't think you could even be friends or acquaintances with corn if you're not involved in the mafia in some way. Mm -hmm. That seems way too sus. Maybe, like, Porsche's dad was, like, a former bodyguard and they stayed in touch after he maybe left and, like, had a family and everything. I don't know. That's the theory I, I'm putting out there. I'm just very excited for you to watch the next episode because you find out some shit. In it. Ooh, <laughs> next episode. Okay, fun times. I'm very excited to see your reaction to that. <laughs> um... 
So after Porsche decides not to kill the man, Ken tells Porsche that his parents would be proud of him and that he's proud of him too. No. And they hug. It's Porsche a beautiful cries. moment. Yeah. It made me cry like teary. <laughs> Someone said that this was the first time we saw Porsche cry, I think. Oh, that's a good point. We haven't really seen him cry. We've just seen yeah, him like, and, get frustrated or mad and shit, but we haven't seen yeah. him. Yeah. And I know later, this is also, this, in this episode later on, this is also the first time Vegas cries, too. They mentioned that as well. Oh, like, well, yeah. But I, I haven't seen him cry at all. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, sure so it's that. like, <laughs> yeah, so it's like we see a lot of, like, the more strong, like, whole, tough, holding it in type guys really breaking down this episode, yeah. which I like that. It adds more layers and them. We love a layer. We love it. We yes. love an onion that we can peel. Yes, an onion. <laughs> <laughs> um. Later, Ken and Porsche go behind the bar where they first met, and Ken tells Porsche he wants to start all over with no more secrets. And they kind of like, "Hey, I'm Ken. Nice to meet you." Porsche is like, "Hey, I'm Porsche." And Ken's like, hey, "Will you be my bodyguard?" And Porsche says, "Yes, I will be." So I think this is Porsche's rejoining of being a bodyguard again oh I, I i love that when it was just like hi i'm ken i was like oh i love this type of shit in shows where they like reintroduce themselves yeah. in a cute way because they feel they need to start over that is some that is some of my favorite shit so honestly that was that was adorable and it's good because they do need to start over knowing both of their intentions completely yes like without yes. any lies without any deception just all on the table so i'm really happy that they got to do that yeah me too um, at university, Ken's friends are asking about, like, what happened with Shay, because they tell him he skipped his interview. My watch is telling me to stand up again, but I'm going to ignore that. <laughs> um, and, yeah, Kim's like, oh, shit, he missed his interview? Like, he's kind of, like, shocked by this. Hmm. Which. It's but then we see Shay. Sad. And he's like in his room getting his hair dyed blue. Yeah. Yeah, that was that honestly, I I felt that so deeply. <laughs> when you're in you're in the deepest shit, you're like, what if I dyed my hair? That's the feeling I've ever felt every single time I've gone through one of my depression sessions. Like I'm just like, maybe if I dye my hair, I'll feel better. <laughs> this happened every time. The worst one that it happened with when I cut my hair so short and like buzzed the sides and like had just like a small bit of hair on top mm -hmm. and that was the worst decision I've ever made so I'm very <laughs> careful now so like if I'm having a very tough time not to yeah. cut it just done mm -hmm. <laughs> yes then Shay and his friends go to the bar and they get drunk yep Shay gets drunk which what I'm assuming is the first time I know, like, I, I haven't really seen him drink much before. And he's also, no. like, just going to become a university student, wasn't that a thing? So, yeah, he's like, also in high school, so it's like, he's very... He probably isn't We allowed. know he's probably underage. Yeah. Um, and there's literally a montage of him just, like, pounding it back and, like, dancing and all that. And it's like, seems to be having a good time, sort of. But it's also very depressing because we know the reason why he's doing this. Mm -hmm. Um... And one of Shay's friends, like, offers him, like, drugs or something? Yeah, I, it must be. Like, I, I, that's the vibe I got. I don't know what it was exactly. It was, like, a little white pills in a bag. That yeah, could be anything. Sure. That was drugs for it sure. It was definitely drugs. <laughs> um, and it seems like he's going to accept until 
Kim comes in and punches the guy and drags Shay away. He's like, no, I actually like you. And I don't like that you're doing this. <laughs> like, you're going to get yourself killed in this situation, dude. Oh, yeah. It's funny because Kim actually punches the guy. He doesn't punch the guy who offered Shay the drugs. He punches the guy who, like, stands up and tries to stop Kim. Mm. Which I know. Yeah. So he, like, punches that guy. He doesn't punch the guy who's all actually offering yeah. him drugs. He just is like, no. And, like, takes Shay away. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 don't stop me from trying to punch the other guy or take Shay away. I'll punch you. You can go, yes. but just go away. <laughs> yes, I'm and I'm going to take you. you with me. You're going to go. You come with me. <laughs> Shay tells Kim, like, what is he doing? Like, he like he never interferes with his business, so he shouldn't mess with his. Mm-hmm. And Kim kind of tells Shay, whatever happens now is Shay's cho- choice, and then he leaves. <sighs> so it's like, I guess this is, like, his last warning. He's like, look, I'm done. Just whatever happens now is up to you, and I'm going to leave. Yeah, he he's also, you don't really see him, like, I hate to say it, but we don't see him fighting for Shay. We, he drags him out, like. He's not. No, he drags him out. He's like, stop doing this. And when he says no, he's like, then I'm out. Like. <laughs> yeah. It's a very different relation, relationship from the other relationship we are seeing, which is Ken and Forge. So, like. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's very different. Like, like, there's no like crossover. There's no like connections or anything because they're very their relationship is like starkly different to the other. He's just like, fine. You don't want me here. I will go. Yeah, like that almost seems like a thing a friend or even like a brother would do. Like, I could definitely see Porsche doing that with Shay. Like coming in and being like, hey, don't do that. Like, yeah, it's not like he's fighting to win him back. It's just like, hey, don't do drugs. Peace out. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. Then back behind the bar, Porsche is eating bugs. And why is he eating bugs? Ken is grossed out. Is that a thing over like there? Eating bugs? I don't know. He was eating bugs. Huh. Actually, my aunt recently sent us a video of her eating bugs. She's in Uganda at the moment, uh, and she took two of my oh. cousins there with her. They're at like um, uh, it's like a kind of encampment or something like that with uh, kids with special needs, and they go there and they like help out and everything like that. Oh, that's cool. And she sent a video of her and my one of my cousins, one of my boy cousins, trying. Don't know what they were. I feel like it was a winged fly of some sort. I don't know. Uh, but it's like a thing over there, so they were like eating them, and, and I was like, couldn't be me. I. <laughs> yeah. I would not. I'm sorry. I could never. I mean, I'll be honest. I would try one if I was in like if I, if I was in a situation where like it's like a common delicacy or whatever like i definitely could try one i probably wouldn't like it but i still try it just to be like hey i ate a bug you do you you can tell me what it tastes like <laughs> i will okay <laughs> um yeah because wh- while porsche is eating the bug ken is grossed out he's like the fuck like are you doing <laughs> what is this <laughs> so maybe not like if ken's like what the fuck then maybe maybe it's like a certain taste you know because also, Ken is a from the mafia. He's very, like, high class. Like, very, like, established, fancy eats. Like, he's not, like, eating bugs. Like, you know. Yeah. Um. Then Ken leaves, and Porsche's uncle returns. To ruin the fun. <laughs> he sucks. 
Yeah, honestly, like, like he was, like, okay in the beginning, and then he, like, kind of sucked a little bit, but now he's just, like, I did not think he was going to be this, like, annoying. Like, he's kind of mean. <laughs> yeah, like, at the beginning, in the first episode, he was very, like, he, like, he was doing bad things, but it seemed like he meant well. Yeah. In this episode, he's yeah. literally being a flat-out douche. Yeah, he's literally like, a douche. Like, he... He does not care about Porsche really anymore. Even though he says he does, I don't believe it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he says that Porsche exchanged himself to the main family and then asked if it was worth it. Um, Porsche gets mad by that. He grabs Uncle by the collar and is like, why did you come back here? Go away. Um, <laughs> and that's when Uncle Re wants... And that's when Uncle says he wants to send his regards to Corn, And that's when, like, Uncle realizes that Porsche doesn't know the yeah. whole story. Yeah, it seems like he's he doesn't like, really oh. know everything. And he's a yeah, but he's doing bitch the, about it. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he's doing, like, the, the douche where he's like, oh, you didn't know about oh, this geez, big secret information know? that I now have that I can tell you. Obviously, if you're he nice to me. Obviously, he doesn't. But he, and he knows that, which is why he's like, oh, gee. Did you not know? Okay, you knew. You fucking knew he didn't know. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. And then Uncle goes on to say, like, he didn't think Porsche could be this stupid before he gives Porsche a picture of, which we later see is Porsche's parents, a young Porsche and Shay with corn. Ooh. Um, Interesting. Where do we think that's going to lead, Billy? Do you have any theories? Well, I said where I think that the... Like, Mom, they were, like, they were part of the mafia in some way, or they were, or, like, yeah, I don't know, something. They were connected in some way with that. They are and then maybe in like, some way. You're very right there. Well, obviously, there's a fucking picture of them together. <laughs> like, you don't just take <laughs> pictures like that with people you don't know. Like. Like, hi, sir. Would you like to take a picture? Why? Just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's so random. Um... <laughs> And then Uncle warns Porsche, saying that um, he still thinks as Porsche's family, and he still worries about him, but don't trust anyone from the main family. Mm. And then Uncle says, which is why I don't believe the first thing, yeah. he says, if he wants no more, give him five million, and he'll put an end to it. No, I can find out on my own. I, I don't Are you stupid? Like, we went over this. You are a gambler... A gambler-holic. You are a piece of shit. You sold out your family numerous times, and now you're asking your family for money again. Yeah. No, you're an ass. Yeah. You suck. Goodbye. Go away. Like, like, it's like, give me five million, and maybe I'll tell you more. I'm like, no, I can find it out on my own. I don't need the... I, yeah, you can <laughs> I ask need fucking... to give you money. I, I found out a lot yeah, on no. my own, thanks. Ugh, I can do it. Yeah, he already found out about the car crash. Well, sort of. He found out parts sort of it, which I don't believe is fully the truth. Um, mm. And he found out everything else on his own. Like, of course he's pretty into this. Hmm. As we've established, I do want to mention this. As we've established, you believe that the guy that Korn sent Portion Kin to has nothing to do with, like, the car crash and everything, right? Not, I don't, I, I don't think he was a driver. Okay. But he could be involved. He could have been, like, an enemy. Like, he could have been, like, one of, um, Korn's enemy, and my whole family theory, where, like, I thought Korn wouldn't 
have, I thought Corn would think that Porch wouldn't kill him if he thought he was a family man. Mm-hmm. That could have gone out the window. Maybe he wanted Porch to kill him. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like a retired bodyguard that he just like knew and was like, hey, I don't care about this guy anymore. Here you go. You can kill him. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I just, I don't think he was a driver. That's my, okay. my bottom line. Right. He could be involved. We could see him again. But I do not think he was a driver. Okay. Wonder where you stand on that. Yes. I still think it was a wife. The wife's my number one guess. Okay. Although we all know how that okay. turned out last time with me thinking Big was a fucking my number one. I know. So. Again, our theories. <laughs> like. <laughs> yep. Um, so I think that's mostly it for everything else. I think it is. So is it time to move on to the main event? (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I think we're going to take a break real quick. And then when we come back, we will talk all of the Vegas beat stuff. So. (laughs) Oh, dear. So uh, we will be right back. We are back. We are back. Oh, God. We're going to get a very interesting change. <laughs> uh, I've already been warned about the deep dive. Yeah, but the good news is we we start off pretty tame. We do start In the first time. Vegas pizza. Yeah, so now this is, is going to be pure Vegas pizza, just for the record. Just only um, Vegas pizza. Yes. Um, if you are not a fan of Vegas P and you just don't want to listen to this, you can skip out now and peace out. You see, um, I'm not a fan of Vegas P as much, but I can't skip out. <laughs> yeah, no, um, Emma's kind of screwed in that I'm department. I'm stuck here. But, um, yeah. But I did see in the comments on your video that if someone is, someone is very happy that you're weaning me to the dark side. <laughs> oh yeah, I saw that. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slowly okay, but surely. Just to be frank, I... I'm not being weaned. I once the show ended, I was like meh. Okay, I wasn't as angry anymore. So once the show ended, I was meh. So now that we're doing it and actually talking about it, I'm still meh. But I'm not being weaned. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I I have I have made you convinced that Vegas is actually not awful. Oh god. I think I I've, I've convinced you to where you are definitely seeing Vegas in a different light. Uh. <laughs> I would say I would say I was seeing him in a different light once the show ended, but like it still wasn't like the most positive light. It was just like, yeah, he's there. Well, I don't, I have some comparisons. Oh yay! To other characters that might see differently. Ah, all right. So. We first see Vegas Pete in this episode, where Vegas enters his room and Pete's reading a book. Yeah, he's just chilling. Um, and he says the book is about personality from people's blood types. Yeah, that's a quite a big thing over in Asian cultures, actually. Is um, is it? Is yeah, blood type connected to personality? Like interesting. Yeah, because I've seen a lot about it in like Korea as well. Like people go, "Oh my gosh, you're this blood type." I knew you were this blood type. It's like um, star signs, kind of like. Oh yeah. It's really interesting. So. Uh, I guess it's also a thing maybe in Thailand as well. I mean, I knew it was a thing in Korea, but if it's a thing in Thailand, well, it could be like mm. amongst a lot of other Asian, Asian cultures. Yeah. So, um, and this is when we also learned that Vegas is AB and um, Pete is O. Oh, so. I don't know what I am, actually. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm like B something. 
I'm sure my mom told okay. me at some point, but I have zero clue. <laughs> yeah, I asked my mom last night, and she was like, "I and, and we literally spent like 20 minutes looking for our fucking file where it said <laughs> it. We couldn't find it, but but she's like, See, I'm pretty like, sure it'll be for something. us since it's not a big thing. Like for our personalities, we're just like, I don't really know what it is. <laughs> You'll yeah. have to look at my file because I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's still good to know. Like, if you need blood, you need to be like, hey, good I point. need But specific if you need blood, blood. You'll, you'll also be at a hospital and they can be like, let me look up your file. And they'll not. True. But they can also tell you and be like, hey, just for future reference. True. Yeah, just please let me know. I would like to write it down. <laughs> anyway, so this goes into my first deep dive. Mm. What are the blood type personality traits? Ah. So... I have the list of pros and cons for blood types. Oh, oh, pros and cons. For A, B, A, B, and O. Oh, okay. If we're getting into this, give me two seconds. I need to... <laughs> hey, Ma. What's my blood type? <laughs> oh, no. She doesn't know. <laughs> well, then I'll, I'll, read, I'll read the... She thinks I'm A. Okay. A, okay. okay well, well, I was going to say, I'm not... Well, what I was gonna do was I was gonna read off the personality traits and see if, oh. and see if like you could pick which one you think you were. Okay, that's a good idea too. Damn. <laughs> oh well. Well, I might so, be. A. There's a chance. <laughs> okay. So our first one is oh, uh, which we know is P. Mm. It says the pros are confident, self-determined, strong-willed, and intu and intuitive. Intuitive. I see that. I Which I feel like definitely applies to Pete. It applies to Pete, but I feel like there's other stuff there that we're missing. Like, um, like, uh, soft-hearted maybe a little bit? Or kind-hearted? Well, there are cons. Oh, there's there cons. cons. Oh, list of cons. Let's go. Which, now these don't really, I, well, some, one does, but most of these don't. So it's okay. self-centered, cold, oh. unpredictable, and a potential workaholic. Unpredict cold, unpredictable. So unpredictable, I could see. I could see, see Pete applying that. Yeah. Potential workaholic, maybe too. Like, because he's yeah, so. Yeah. He seems to be. Oh, yeah, really he literally lives in his job. work. Yeah. But he's not self centered or cold at all. I don't like, see I don't that. see that. I don't see that at all. So, so Pete, I, I would say, is pretty up. He smiles a lot. Like, I don't think he's self centered or cold. No, yeah. Um, And then we have AB, which we know is Vegas, mm -hmm. Um, is cool, controlled, rational, and adaptable. For pros, and I see all that. I think. Yeah, I see that. I I I definitely see that. Is there is there cold and self centered in the in the cons over there? <laughs> well, no, <laughs> but but the the cons don't really apply. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> <To you. laughs> it, and the cons are critical, indecisive, forgetful, and irresponsible. I'll give him irresponsible. <laughs> I mean, maybe, but like, for, he's not forgetful. He he doesn't seem indecisive. He knows what he wants. That's a very and good critical. Point. I mean, he's critical of himself. Oh I yeah, there you go. Okay, yeah, yeah. Put that towards it. He's critical of himself. Yeah. Okay. And then we have A, which we think might be you. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> um, which is the pros are earnest, creative, sensible, reserved. Patient and responsible. I kind of see that. I, I saw the first half. Not gonna lie. Yeah, you are. I definitely you are creative. You definitely seem pretty earnest and sensible. 
Um, I would say uh, responsible. If I didn't have ADD, I probably would be. But (laughs) these days I'm more responsible, to be fair, because I've set a really... Like, my whole schedule is, like, really, like... To the, to the, like, to the hour. Like, I've set up my schedule a very specific way, and I actually have been doing it, which is, like, pretty good for me. Like, honestly proud of myself. So I think once I do something, I I do become pretty responsible. So I'll give you that. Yeah. And then the cons... Oh, no. ...are stubborn and tense. Oh, just two. Wonderful. I'm a great person. Yeah, I know. You only have two gone, so... Awesome. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I can definitely be stubborn fully. Like, if someone is, like, for example, let's see, um, food. If I don't want to try, like, a certain kind of food, I won't. Like, someone could be like, but you just mm. have to taste. No, you can't move me. I'm not going to do it. I will not be convinced otherwise. Like, I'm. it's very hard to convince me of something once I'm convinced of it. Like, if I've set yeah. my mind on it, I'm not changing it uh, for Unless it's like like you you got to do a lot for me to change my mind. So yeah. and oh I can I guess I can be tense. <laughs> I, I I can be a little tense I would say. Um, I mean, especially when I'm like in the zone. Like these days with my schedule, I am a bit like not stressed actually. I think I for the first time in a while I like my mind isn't wandering onto like oh what will I do with my life I'm so sad. Um. <laughs> So I actually feel like it's been helping me my mental state, but that's good. I do feel like tense sometimes when something isn't really going the way I want it to, mm-hmm. uh, especially at work. <laughs> I I can get very easily irritated. So I yeah I, I definitely see that a little bit, but it's good I only have two. Yeah, I'm one of the positive. And then the last one is B, which is me. I think. Okay. Um. So for pros, it's passionate, active nature, creative, and strong. Ooh. Snazzy. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Um, I think so. I definitely, I can be very passionate about things. Um, and creative, I feel like, falls under that same category as well. Strong, I don't know if they mean emotionally or physically. I don't know what kind of strong you they mean, mm-hmm. but I'll... I'll I, I'll give it to me. I would say um, because people change, like, y- you never know your physicality could change, like, whoever you are. I would say they mean mentally. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. I, I I, mean, I can be at times. I also can be. So it's like, it, it, it gives or take. It depends <laughs> it on the take. month, you know? <laughs> yes. And active nature, I don't know what that means. Does that just mean, like, you're very active and doing things? Active. Yeah, I guess it means you keep busy, maybe. Okay. What you do? You do a lot of reaction. You do more reactions than I could have ever done. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I do. I am constantly like out here, and I'm yeah. So yeah, I you do definitely keep busy in that aspect because like every time you put out stuff, I'm like, how do you have time for how, all of that? Like I I do one <laughs> a week and I got burnt out. So yeah, but then the cons Ooh. are selfish, irresponsible, unforgiving, and erratic. Dang. <laughs> Those are Which, some strong cons, dude. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, I'm like, oof. Um, I, 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 I can see some of those cons. Yeah. Like, unforgiving, I very rarely forgive people. Yeah. I, I, like, I'm very I, I stubborn in that sense. So. 
Like, I'll, I won't agree with people or, or forgive people that often either. But, like, if it's something small, I'll just be like, yeah, I guess. But, like, like usually because of my stubbornness, usually I won't either. <laughs> yeah. Um, Erratic? I'm shocked I mean, I'm I not could... erratic, to be fair. Maybe I'm B. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> sure I'm not B. May, I don't know. Get a blood test, I, I guess. Know, I should get a blood test. <laughs> Yeah, so that's all the blood types I got from we, that. If I may, we got one of every person. We got Pete Vegas. Ewing. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> one out of the we four bunch. We had something to compare, you know? Yeah. Which, I mean, it's good because that way, the, you know, yeah. made it more interesting. It and it's just like, A is random person. <laughs> um, and then Vegas is kind of saying, like, that's stupid. Like, the whole blood chart personality thing. Um... Yeah, and then Pete starts talking about like you're insensitive, you're sensitive or something like that, and he like kicks the fucking book. Oh no no no! Um, but that that's for our next one, which is personality oh, and pets. Okay. Oh, which that's personality I br- and pets. I thought that yes. was like, okay. We get into it. And so I did another looking into that, and we have another chart for pets. Oh no! Um, the chart. Okay. What does it say about cats? Yeah. I'm <laughs> Well, I was going to say, I have two cats, so I feel like we are the cat people. We're the cat um, people, yeah. So I'm I only found person. one that does... Yeah, so I only found one that has dogs and cats differences. So I guess that's all we can really base off of, so... There's no hedgehog. <laughs> no. Oh, shoot, I zoomed in and now everything went away. Okay, here we are. Okay. So, for dogs... So people who own dogs tend to find companionship at the most attractive quality in your pet. Where people who have cats find attractive at the most find affection as the most attractive quality in your pet. So it's like compassion or affection. Oh, compassion or affection. Yeah, no, I need affection. So I I desperately need affection like all the time. So that's why I'm a cat person probably. I just need my cat to be like, hi, what's up? Every morning. I stretch downstairs before I do dance practice, and my cat's like, great, you're on the floor, too! And he's, like, walking all around me. I'm like, I need to stretch, dude. I can't do that with you laying on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then for dog people, they tend to be 15% more extroverted than people with cats. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Which, as an introvert, I get that. Ah, uh, I'm an introvert as well. I get that. <laughs> I've been a little, I'm becoming a little more extroverted lately. Um, maybe. Uh, or maybe that's just my hyperactivity, like, senses. Just, like, being busy all the time have started to act very, like, I talk fast, I talk loud. That's the way it is. Like, I'll, if someone walks in, yeah. you're like, hey, what's up? Like, like I, I'm starting to become a little more extroverted these days, but maybe that's just because I keep, I'm keeping busy. <laughs> yeah. And cat people tend to be 12% more neurotic and 11% more open-minded than dog people. Hell yeah, let's go. That's me, neurotic yep. and open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, I've never heard two words that really, like, encapsulate me more. <laughs> oh, well, hang on for this one. Oh, yay. There are, cat people are also 21% more likely to enjoy ironic humor and puns than dog people. Yeah, I feel that. I feel yeah. that. I'm always just like, oh, do you see the irony in that? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. I'm like, but isn't that interesting? Yeah, I mean, I guess. It's just irony. <laughs> like, like, I, I find shit like that more interesting, so maybe. 
Um, and then it says dog people tend to be consensuous and agreeable than people who own cats. More agreeable. Yeah, I'm not that agreeable. So. Um, <laughs> yeah, dog people tend to also have a more outgoing personality and seize a day attitude. <laughs> so, I bet dog my people chime dog in. person. <laughs> <laughs> um I see it. <laughs> and then dog people also embrace new technology faster than other pet owners. Ah, uh, see, no, I'm pretty good with new technology. That's the one where I'm I'm Yeah. It got me wrong cuz like I got when I got my new phone cuz it was a Samsung and not an Apple. It took me maybe like I would say a couple weeks and I was like pretty fluent in everything. So I mean, now I'm like a pro at it, but it may, well, maybe they, maybe, maybe dog people adapt to it in like a day. So I don't know. Like, <laughs> maybe it does take me longer than dog people. <laughs> I don't know. I have no references. Although my mom likes dogs and she's not very good with technology. I love Oh, her. yeah. <laughs> and then the last few things for cat people are they get more, they get stressed more easily than dog people. Accurate. Yeah, very accurate. They're more introverted than dog people. Accurate. Accurate. They change friends less often than dog people. Oh, so Very accurate, accurate for me. Very oh accurate. Oh my gosh. I have two best friends, and everyone else is like a work acquaintance friend. Like, <laughs> Literally same. I'm not, not even making that up. Like, <laughs> like, all the friends I made in California, I don't really talk too much anymore because I moved, and then I just have my one yeah. best friend in California and my cousin over in the UK, and that's literally it. I have no one else. Yeah, no, Sam. I literally only have like two friends who I still like talk and regularly hang out with. Yeah. On like a somewhat regular basis. Yeah. No, that is so ridiculously accurate. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then Kathy will also prefer individual comp. What? <laughs> comp. Oh, oh. They're, they're, sorry. They the article had a typo, not me. Oh. Um, the cat people prefer individual competition as opposed to team competitions. So they tend to work by themselves more than in a, like, a group. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Like, whenever I'm in a group, I'm always, like, off to the side, like, while everyone's like, so what should we do? I'm like, I'm just going to be over here while you guys decide. Because I feel like I I feel like I have nothing to contribute to the conversation that would be meaningful. So mm -hmm. I'm just going to be over here. I work way better on my own. <laughs> yeah, me too. I've learned more Korean than I ever learned French. And I took two years of French. <laughs> my... And, uh, I that was in a like a whole ass classroom where we had to like talk to each other in French. No, uh, I I I'm learning on my own and I'm learning way more. So yeah, I definitely see that. And that's all for the pet charts I have. Um, I'm curious if anyone can find any more for like different pets and see what we get from that. Yeah, but I do like the the pet chart deep dive though. That seemed very accurate actually. Yeah. Um, and then P points out that in the book he was reading that people with hedgehogs look strong on the outside and scary are actually sensitive on the inside he did not and like <laughs> no vegas gets really mad thinking he called him weak and and pete just says that he needs love you just need love <laughs> and vegas that's kicks the book to say to the, your kidnapper <laughs> yeah i'm that's he said it I mean, to be fair, I feel like that's something I would do if I was kidnapped. I'd just be like, you just, I think you just you, need some love, dude. You need <laughs> love. It's okay. <laughs> it's um, okay to admit that. I need love. <laughs> um, then Vegas kicks the book out of his hands and he kind of like storms off. 
which I did wrote down. That seems pretty sensitive to me. Seems a little sensitive, not gonna lie, Vegas. You sure he's not right about that? <laughs> yeah, seems a bit accurate. Um, and then the next Vegas piece scene, Pete wakes up and he sees Vegas is holding Shadow, who is sick. Oh. Yeah, we never found out the actual name of the hedgehog, did we? Well, he never named him, he said. Oh! Which means, okay. canonically, it's Shadow. It's Shadow. Sorry, guys. Canonically, right? I'm just it saying. is Shadow now. I mean, <laughs> some, if they didn't have a name, then why couldn't we name it? There you go. His name's Shadow the Hedgehog. I don't know if anyone else gave a hedgehog the name. We named it Shadow, like, last episode, so. Exactly. So, it's Shadow. Sorry, y'all. We, we, we beat confirmed. you to it. We found the name. It's Shadow. Yes. <laughs> um... And then Pete says that he should tell the guard to take him to the vet. And Vegas says there, there's no one here. And so he goes to do it himself. Mm. And after Vegas leaves, Pete sees a key. And he's able to get himself free. Mm. And as he leaves, he sees Vegas sitting in the yard crying, holding shadow. I was literally... <laughs> When I first watched this episode, I was sitting there. My mom was like, you good? I was sitting up here, and I was screaming at the TV, Stockholm Syndrome, Pete! Stockholm Syndrome! Just right! What do you... <laughs> you only no, want to like, stay because of the stupid... <laughs> he feels bad for him. His fucking hedgehog died. It's Stockholm Syndrome. I will not be moved on this. I'm stubborn, remember? <laughs> I... I don't, I th no, he feels bad for him. Like, he genuinely feels bad. Like, okay. I mean, he could have Stockholm Syndrome too, but he could also feel bad for him. Like, I mean, like his pet died. And Pete said, like, yeah, like, he was just maybe talking about, like. Because he has Stockholm, he does feel bad, but maybe it's because he has Stockholm Syndrome. I, mean, I don't think he would have felt bad otherwise. I bet Vegas could have walked up to him in, like, episode two and been like, hey, my, my, my hedgehog died, so I'm sad. He'd be like. Oh, sorry about that. Like, no, I think I, 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 I think Pete would have been like, oh no, like Pete seems like a very nice, like he's a very feely, like very friendly guy. Like he definitely he he was the one who said there is no good and there is no evil. It's just everyone on different sides. He said that. Okay. Pete said that. Which I'll means he doesn't seem see Vegas as evil or bad. He just sees him as he's working on the opposite side that he's working on. All right, I you. I'm just saying. But like, when I first watched it, before I okay. watched all the way through, I was like Stockholm syndrome. Okay, well, I was like, sure. no, he, he just feels bad because Vegas lost his like pet, the only you person who like, he actually oh. like. <laughs> he actually like felt close to, like he actually cared about. Like, what's sad? Tiny little hedgehog, just died. Rip shadow. Yeah, that's why I was. That, that's why I was like hinting. I was trying not to hint at it. Yeah, I know. I, I picked on him right away. I'm like, if he fucking dies, oh, <laughs> uh, he's like, you damn it, he's gonna die, isn't he? <laughs> I, I know it too. I'm like, oh shit, it happened, and then it did. But to be fair, I, I actually thought he was gonna die by like, um, fucking gun killing him or something. So, oh like, my I, god, I thought, no, I, I thought so it was gonna be brutal like that, where like. He was gonna punish Vegas by killing his pet. I thought it was Thankfully, gonna be something like that. We did not shoot the hedgehog. <laughs> Thank God. Um. Then we do see Pete. He starts to leave, but then he comes back and he goes over to him, and Vegas tells him that he's dead. Dead hedgehog. That's so sad. 
I love Rip. animals, and when one dies, I uh, I get sad. So even because like I know everyone makes jokes about movies that's like um, don't kill the dog, or if they kill the dog, I'm leaving, or something like that. That happens to me with like any animal. If there's a cute animal or something like that, yeah. and it dies, I'm not cool with that. <laughs> like you can't just kill the cute animal. I literally said that Shadow was the most depressing death in the show, despite the fact that Big, Ken, and Tawan all died just like two episodes ago. Like. We lost the hedgehog, y'all. Yo, I'm sorry. Fucking Shadow hit. Like, that death hit. We're mourning the hedgehog this week. Yep. Goodbye, hedgehog. Goodbye, Shadow. Pete places his hand on Vegas' leg to, like, comfort him as he cries. And then they bury Shadow. They place, like, a little flower on his grave. And it was very sweet. Very sad. (laughs) Rip Shadow. Rip Shadow. I'm so upset about that. Like, we just named him, too. That's the thing. We just named him, yeah. And then he was taken from us. <laughs> Can we stop here? <laughs> no, not yet. There's still <laughs> one more scene left. Just oh, one more. No. Oh, no. It's fine. I don't think there's any scene left. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I, I, oh, I, I think there is. I think there is. <laughs> I have some deep dives on this. I have a whole lot of notes oh. on this. How do you have deep dives? <laughs> I have two different deep dives. Oh, what? Sort of. So, so, sort of, but they kind of go well together. They're, oh. they're like one and the same, but two kind of... Yeah, I'll, anyway. We'll get there. Um, back in the room, Vegas asked Pete why he didn't leave, and Pete says he doesn't know why. I know why. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, um... Vegas says that his dad had him take care of the hedgehog since he was little, and that one by one, they all died until Shadow was the only one left, but he ended up leaving him too. Sucks to say. And then this is where I... You're really mean. (laughs) (laughs) You are being very rude right now. Vegas just lost his hedgehog, and you're like, oh, too bad. Like, really? That's rude. Sorry, but Vegas has killed how many people I had to say. How many people have Ken and Porsche killed too? Pete okay. killed people too. Okay, is this is the mafia. Different rules apply. Actually, it's a little bit. That's a little bit of a good point. That's a little bit. I'll 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 vibe with you on that. Actually, that's a good point. They have also killed people, and I'm being like super harsh on Vegas, who's also killed people. So like. I'm just saying again. It's we've talked about this before. This is the mafia. Different rules apply. Good point. Mafia, different rules apply. Yes. Okay. I apologize um, to Vegas and his hedgehog. Okay, good. Shadow the Hedgehog, we named him. We did name him, but I, I, I didn't say it to the hedgehog. No, I didn't. I, I called him Shadow when I saw him. I'm like, oh, Shadow. And then he shadow. dies. Yeah, I know. You were like, oh, there's Shadow. What's happening to Shadow? <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, no. I, like, I, shadow, I, okay. Uh, okay. Um... And then Vegas is wondering why he feels so badly about this. And this is when Pete says, if you feel sad, it means it was important. Mm-hmm. That's Which a good point. Which is true. That is very true. I um, agree. Yeah. Which uh, is a positive way to look at things. Because, like, um, just remember all... The, it kind of makes me remember all the good things that happened. Yeah. Like, like if, if you're very sad about something, it means that it was a good thing to you. Which means a good thing happened. And that's something to to look back on, I guess. Yeah. Vegas says that everything his father gave him was important. 
and everything he loves leaves him, and that's why his life is so pathetic. Kind of reminds me of Barn and how everyone he loves leaves him. <laughs> Again, we're sort connecting of, yeah. shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sort Damn. of, yeah. What is with these two shows? <laughs> we mashed it up in a way we didn't plan, and it ended up working really well. It works so well. It's, we just have a very specific theme for both episodes, like, every yes. single week. <laughs> um, Pete brings up that he still has Macau, and Vegas says that Macau is no different, and it's unfortunate to be born in the minor family, because minor means second, and no one will ever see... Like, no matter how well they do, no one will ever notice it. Mm. Which, and I've said this numerous times before, this whole all goes back to being in the shadow of the main family, which is why mm -hmm. Vegas and probably Macau, too, and even probably Gunn in some way, why they are so antagonized, but also the way they are, is because they've been in the shadow of the main family for so long, where they could fucking cure cancer and no one would notice, because they're still stuck in the shadow of the main family. The shadow of the main family. Hey! Shadow <laughs> of the main family. Yes. Perfect. We still... Okay, honestly, solidifies the name right there. <laughs> yes, shadow is a name. You cannot convince me otherwise. Perfect. Um, no, but yeah, I definitely agree with you. It's... Um, I do believe they all developed their personalities that way because they were constantly looked at as, like the second to the main family and not yes. as important as the main family so i think they all like be it wasn't just vegas that this happened to i honestly mm -hmm. think it happened to all of them no matter how much i don't like gun i still can tell that's why he's oh probably. same i still hate him but i do mm. like i i no, understand, I understand more where why he's from. yes because yeah. like this could have very easily been like ken or kim or cancun like if they were the minor family and Vegas and all of them were the major family. Like mm -hmm. this could have easily been flipped if they were, if, if things were different, but. Mm -hmm. And then things take a dark turn when Vegas starts slapping and then punching himself, asking why he was born into this family, which I did not like. I was very well, uncomfortable with this. <laughs> did you like this? I mean, like, obviously I was like, oh, this is a very, like, intense, like, Yeah, you know, okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> sad kind of scene. Well, like, I, obviously I wasn't like, yeah, punch yourself. But, like, <laughs> but... Um, I don't know, you've been very rude to Vegas up to this point. <laughs> I was wondering, like, I mean, it's okay if you... To each their own, but I would definitely call you out on if you did. I feel like, like I totally would have done that, to be fair. Um, but <laughs> I do like totally see the like because i can see where he's coming from and why he developed himself this way um i do understand why his first reaction was to do that because he's like he doesn't think he's worth as much because he's always been second to kin so mm -hmm. when you don't think you're worth as much you hurt yourself <laughs> so yeah that's an unfortunate truth in the matter yeah and then Pete, like, stops him, and he, like, stops him from doing all that, and Vegas thinks that Pete thinks that Vegas deserves it. And hmm. Pete tells Vegas he knows he's hurting, but he's stupid for hurting himself. Interesting. Vegas says Pete likes it, and 
likes it when he's like this. <laughs> I really don't want to continue. <laughs> I, I know you don't, but we got it. I have lots of notes on this. Oh, um, <laughs> Pete pulls him close and says every time he gets moody, Pete's eyes tells him that he likes it like that. I mean, I as much as I don't like it, I kind of agree. Like, 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 so a little you can see little by little like Pete, the way Pete's eyes like change kind of like when yeah. he's having more serious conversation not not as much the comedic moments like when Vegas like found them uh watching him and gave him the condom and everything yeah um are not as like when they were like hey what's up at the like uh temple or anything like that but when they're having more serious discussions you can kind of see it like in his eyes somewhere that like he's like fully involved in the conversation like he does care about what Vegas is saying so I will I will say that I'll admit to it <laughs> okay. I, I I am an avid viewer of television I can I'm not gonna ignore the signs when I see them I just don't like okay. the signs <laughs> I like signs <laughs> um Vegas says that he knows he wants he oh shit sorry my phone went off um I'm going to put my phone on the serve so that doesn't happen because <laughs> my brother texts us in the family chat and that's going to keep going multiple that's times. That's just going to keep, keep going, yeah. <laughs> yep. So anyway, Vegas says he knows what he wants as his hand is like, ar like around Pete's face and asks Pete how he likes it. I'm not going <laughs> to... Pete calls him a psycho and Vegas tells him not to hold it inside and knows he's suffering, and tells him to let it out. Vegas is very close to Pete. Like, he, like there's very, like, close. Like, it looks like they're about to kiss. Pete, like, you can tell on Pete's face if you watch this thing, he really wants it. Um, but then Vegas just, like, steps back, and he's like, nope. He's like, oh, well, gee, I guess you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and up. Vegas says it's no fun if he doesn't give in. And then Pete stops him, and he kisses him. <laughs> and before we get to the part, I would like to bring him another Pete quote. Ah. When he said, kissing is for people we like only. Oh, I do like how they brought that back around. Good. I, I, I like that they sprinkled in that quote earlier and then let that come back around. I like that. Yep. And be, seeing that Pete was the one to make the first move and to make like kiss him and like make the move in this situation. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, I do like the fact that like even okay even though you, I stop it even though <laughs> <laughs> even though I do not agree with Vegas kidnapping Pete and like this whole. Everything that followed after, I do appreciate that he was like, I'm not going to force you to do it, so I'm going to let you make that decision. Because it's consensual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it if he kidnapped him? Is it? Is it? <laughs> Pete came back. He could have left. He came back again? to this moment. Should I say it again? Should I say it again? <laughs> No, because you're wrong. 
<laughs> no. It's because Pete, deep down, like, he cared about Vegas. Like, he has bonded with Vegas. Like, whether Stockholm Syndrome or not, he had bonded with Vegas, and he had actually grown to care about him. That's why he comforted him when Shadow died. That's why he ended up staying. He didn't leave. I'm just saying. I will. Okay, I'll... I'll give you this. It's less like, a little less like Stockholm Syndrome. Okay, well, it's not as much less, but a little less like Stockholm Syndrome because he had some form of, even if it was small, some form of relationship with him before everything. So, like, he the, he had spoken yeah. to him. They'd had some form of, like, slightly deep discussions, but not super deep ones, like at a temple. Um, so... He already was developing some form of connection with him before the kidnapping exactly. and the torture. So I will say it's not as much like it as other cases, but it's still iffy in my mind. <laughs> not in my mind. <laughs> um, anyway. Then they start making out. Um, clothes oh. start to be removed. Emma's very uncomfortable right now. I'm not. I'm actually completely fine. I'm a little hot because it's like fucking 95 degrees. But, um... I'm in like a hole just like that. Yeah, Emma's just gonna freak out while I literally give detailed notes on this whole sex scene. Oh um, no, no! Not detailed notes! <laughs> yeah, so clothes are coming off. They're still making out. Pete starts gripping the chains for support. That was, was... I remember watching your reaction. That was the moment like, I was like, whoa. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Oh my, like, I was like, wait, real? Like, okay, okay. so funny. I saw your face just change that moment because you were like, all right, cool, what are they going to do? And like, then you were like, wait, whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was not prepared for this. I, I told you. I was not prepared, but I'm glad I wasn't because it honestly was very satisfying to watch. It's not I really knowing what I was I told you you would not be prepared for what was going to happen. I was very pleased with the results. <laughs> Everyone else was too. Everyone was like, yeah, this honestly did both worth the wait. Yeah. So I'm glad. I'm glad my shookness of the scene could <laughs> help and satisfy everyone. Um, then Vegas starts kissing the back of Pete's neck and he starts pulling down um, Pete's underwear where we see the tattoo again. The tattoo's back. Oh, the tattoo's back. There's a brief mention of it. I don't know if it plays a part in like meat symbolism for this scene or not i i you know what i kind of feel like it might like because uh vegas told pete more to be honest about what he was feeling kind of when he was telling him to let it go and stuff like that and so i feel like it's connecting that way maybe a little bit um just okay. like this is pete starting to be honest with feelings that he has like in your you know mind i'm trying to connect it but like this is I'm tr I'm trying here. I'm trying. But like I see I, I do see maybe a connection between the tattoo and what's going on now. Okay. Yeah. Um Then Pete starts like he starts licking his own arm, I noticed. It was his own arm. I had to go back a few his times to make arm. sure it wasn't I thought it was Vegas's, but no, by this time he, he's already down by Pete's ass, so it, I don't think it was his arm. <laughs> Maybe um, it's a continuity error, and he is looking. Like maybe, but see, I, I, I think I saw a connect to his like because he's gripping onto the chain. I think it was Pete's arm. I think he oh, may have been looking. Maybe his arm. it's just like a in the moment maybe kind he of reaction. Yeah, it was he was just like in the heat. He was thirsty. He needed like some sort of I don't know. <laughs> what? What's he thirsty for? The own sweat on his own body. 
No, I mean fucking Vegas. But he's not licking him. He's licking himself. No, he's like, he needs to lick something. It's like, isn't there like a fucking oral fixation thing where like you need to lick stuff? Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if Pete has that. Anyway. Um, yeah, so Pete starts licking his own arm. Vegas goes down to like start kissing like Pete's butt. Um, and then we cut. There's like a cut in the middle. And Pete's lying on his back. And he's giving Vegas rope. Oh no. And Vegas ties Pete's wrists together. He also, I think, does his ankles too, but we don't see his yeah. ankles, but I'm pretty sure they're tied together too. I thought um, I saw them, just saying. Did, did I miss it? <laughs> I I don't remember. It's been I mean when I rewatched the scene. Uh, today, I was not fully looking at it, so... Well, obviously, I was going to paint a picture to you. Like, you didn't need to watch it. I didn't need to watch it. You're going to explain everything to me in perfect detail. Um, yes. But, I don't know. I mean, I don't fully remember. I'm pretty uh, sure his angles I were I thought tight. I did. I, I thought I, I... I either... I either saw it, or it was very heavily inferred. Yeah, he also kisses um Pete's, like, fit. Like, after he, like, ties his, like, wrists up, he, like, kisses his, like... Knuckles, piece not knuckles. Not gonna lie, that wasn't too bad. I, <laughs> uh, you, you know me, okay. I, I like, I, I like tiny kisses in in places that aren't the lips. You know, like <laughs> that's like my thing. Like so nose kisses, forehead kisses, cute little knuckle kisses. Like I'm a fan of that. Like even in this moment okay. where I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Um, but I was like, "Oh, <laughs> I." It's it's not because of who it is. It's just like, oh, knuckle kisses. Like <laughs> in any situation, I'm a fan of them. Okay. Um, I'm trying so hard then, to defer. Like, like I swear, I'm not liking it. I know. I'm just saying, you have been being very positive throughout the scene, despite the fact you've said you were uncomfortable. You've been saying very positive things it's about it. It's me trying to get through it. I don't know. I, I think I'm, you're coming around. <laughs> um, then, we see Vegas use a condom before they start having sex. Everyone, safe sex. Let's go. Use protection. <laughs> well, you know who didn't use protection in episode four? Oh, are we gonna... Okay, are we, are we gonna be like... I'm just Vegas saying, Pete is better Vegas has been known to use condoms. He had the one scene episode six where he, like, gave Pete a box of condoms. We see him using a condom here. He also made it so that it was consensual with Pete making the move. Not him. Very different than episode four, just saying. You make some points, but... Like, I make all the points, I don't, I'm just saying. <laughs> you make some points, but like... Damn it, okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm right! You know I'm right, that's why. I told you! We got an apology from Ken about it, but like, that's about it. Fine, you make some points. I will give that to you. Also, let's go back to the fact that both Ken and Porsche have had known previous sex partners, where Vegas and Pete, I don't believe, had. Hey, we don't know that. Hey, yeah, wait, yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> what? Vegas, Tawan. Yeah, but that was like, I think that was, be that was like way back when, before, like, that was like a year ago, before Tawan got shot. Is it? Is it? Yes! <laughs> I'm pretty sure Obviously. it is. Be yeah. So it's like that's like a plus okay, but year like how ago. Far back. Like what that that could have been. Or it could have been right before Tawan came back. Like which is not that so. long ago. 
And it doesn't matter how long ago it was. It could still be carried. I mean, no, but he, but he, but he probably wouldn't have got checked and tested by that time. But my thing is that, like, Tawan's... Well, in the flashback, Tawan seemed relatively sane. In the flashback. I don't think he was ever sane. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I know. I, I know. He was sane before, you know, Vegas, like, corrupted him. And then... So I, he seemed sane. He was just like, yeah, I will do this for you, Vegas. And that's when he probably met Ken... Fell in love, quote unquote, with him. Started dating him. Did all that mm. stuff. Manipulated him. Did all that. Kin shot him. Then he went away for a bit. Then he came back. And then, so I think, like, within that time period... Okay, fair. He did have a previous sexual partner. He was not a virgin before this happened, by any means. But we know, confirming, Vegas uses condoms, which means he practices safe sex. Which means even if he did with Tawan, he used a condom. Where... In episode, at the end of episode four, we saw no condom. We saw, I guess, maybe some consent with a very drugged person. Also, Kent, I'm pretty sure, had Booty Call Boy earlier in that episode. And Porsche had the girl from the bar in that one episode, like, a few episodes ago. Prior. So. You're making a lot of really positive points. Actually, I, I, I do fully agree with you. 100%. I will give you that. I told. I said I would bring you over to the Vegas side, and I. I I didn't say I'm over in the Vegas side. I just said you make a point about the condom. I am making points. I am. I told you I would defend Vegas no matter what. And I I told I have my arguments. I backed it up. I kept the receipts. You did back, I'm you showing did back it up. That was a very good point. I will give that to you. Hundred okay, percent. He actually because both of them are in the heat of the moment, but Vegas still got a condom so he, he let it be consensual and he uses a condom ken saw no condom being used and porsche was drugged out of his mind so fine i will give you that <laughs> okay just in case anyone says like they is like was like you know sexually assaulting peter or whatever he was not this was very consensual very safe if you want to talk about that go like watch episode four point but yeah not anymore <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so they have sex you can literally see like the beads of sweat on them there's literally a close-up on like someone's skin i don't know what part of the skin it was i don't know who it was but there were like beads of sweat all over the skin um and afterwards they're done and they seem very happy they're very smiley pete seems very happy too like he's very smiley oh i i the, the bit at the end is kind of cute i'll give you that yeah, the, like, the, afterwards, the, 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 just, the, the, like... They were like, ah, oh, chill, let's chill. We're, we're tired, let's just lay here. Lay, lay. That was nice. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So, do you want to know why people like being tied up during sex? Oh, God. <laughs> this, is what, this is what the deep dive is, isn't it? <laughs> yep. We are an hour and 36 minutes into this podcast, and we're going to go on a deep dive about tying people I'll speed up. through this, but... Um, oh, God. Anyway... So there I are a couple different reasons. There is going, don't speed through it. Don't speed through it. Yeah, I know. Someone's like, oh, no, take your time. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but we have two other things to record after this. So I kind of would do? like to speed through this. It's already three. It's already four o'clock. <laughs> I know. Um, oh, no. So one of the reasons why people enjoy being tied up is for control. Um, and some people may think that in many cases it is related to the contrast with daily life. Very often at work and in life, we feel no sense of certainty or structure at all. So by having that in 
by tying up your partner, it gives you that control and gives you that certainty and gives you puts you in the like the boss position where like if your boss is micromanaging your every move, you're kind of like fucked or whatever. Like you know, it's like you never know what's gonna happen. <laughs> I definitely that was actually an example given on the note yeah. actually. Uh, I wasn't comparing that to you, but... I know, but what, what, isn't that funny? Um, <laughs> okay. I do see it the other way around, too, actually. I definitely see that that way around, where, like, someone needs to control something because they feel like they're not in control in their normal life. Mm-hmm. But I also see it the other way around, where, in, like, the person who's getting tied up, yeah. um, like, they might not have much control in their normal life as well, and being tied up or something during sex would, like make everything controlled for them so they wouldn't have to think too much on what they need to get done or what they need to do so it would have them like not need to think about that for a second because they are you know completely under someone else's control that they're not in control of their own you know, exactly yeah boundaries and lines. so i definitely see that both ways actually yeah me too so it's very like just a comparing it to your daily life thing um another reason is fun and mischief yeah, that's like, usually... That, that, I would think... I, I mean, I don't think I need to go into detail. They just... It's fun and mischievous, and it's... Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's because of, like, you know... It's, sometimes it's psychological, like, you need to control and stuff like that. But sometimes it's just a kink, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> like some people like it. So, so, like, sometimes there's no reason behind it. You're just like, let's do this! Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't knock until it tries. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Then there's exhibitionism and thrill-seeking. Why are we talking about exhibitionism? <laughs> um, this is particularly true to those who attend bondage events. Apparently that's a thing. Hmm. <laughs> See, no, that no that's not a thing for me. Like, I, just, I, no? I would like to not do, talk about, no, ew. I'm so, okay. I mean, I'm not shaming anyone. Absolutely not. If you want to do that, all the power to you. But to me, I would freak the fuck out. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, there's also an aesthetic appeal. Um, to like yeah, decorate I... and like, you know, like it could be like they're like certain rope or handcuffs or whatever. Like it's very like decorative. Absol- I always thought that was a- because like I've, I've seen the worst example of this, uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. Um, oh, and yeah, I sadly have. Um, and <laughs> The first one was not good, but the other two were worse. Um, like, I literally... I, I literally remember, like, talking about the third one and being like, oh, this is so bad. And then I watched someone's reaction to the second one, and it was what I was talking about when I was talking about the third one. I'm like, well, then what the fuck happened in the third one that I just completely forgot about? And so, like, it's it was so bad it blended together into one thing. Um, but I definitely see, like why like people like the aesthetic appeal of it because like he has a whole ass room where he like has like very specific like color scheme and very specific like things so i do see like yeah why people would be interested in that aspect of it as well yeah and then the last thing i see um which is i feel like one of the number one reasons is is their fetish like yeah exactly that's what i was saying it's a king <laughs> yeah for those people who so often feel rejected for their deviant desires, the trust of a willing participant is incredibly healing. Hmm. Is what they say. I mean, do you want to maybe define willing participant or like... 
<laughs> he made the first move. Vegas was willing to walk away. Yeah, okay, I'll give it up. But like, I'm just saying. <laughs> he kind of, he kind, he. I, I will say also this. He did, he did zap him to keep him there. Okay. <laughs> he would have gone in the water and died. His wounds would have got infected, and he would have drowned. Good point, but still. Do you want Pete to die? Okay. I don't. Neither did Vegas. <laughs> Do you want Pete to die? <laughs> I'm just fine. Um, now, do you know what BDSM stands for? <laughs> I feel like I did at some point, and I don't... Hang on. Hold on. So, I'll, I'll... it's... It's weird how yes. they... Yes. Wait. Okay. I want to take a crack at this. Okay, go I ahead. I want to take a crack at this. Okay. Okay. Is bondage with B? Yes. Okay. That's one. Okay. Um. Is D like dominant? Like dominant? Something like that? Is that That's D? one of the Ds. Is the other D the, the D? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not thick. <laughs> so it's weird. Oh. So he, so here's how you do it. So B okay, and wait. D. S, I know what S is. S is, is S? sadism, right? Yeah. And then M is masochism. But there's another S as well. There's another S as well? So here's what it is. So it's B and D is bondage and discipline. Oh. Then D and S is domination and submission. Oh, it's like, that's right. It's a double thingy and a triple thingy. And then S and M is sadism and masochism. Ah, okay, that's why I forgot, because it was, like, a bunch of different, like, sections of the word. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, you were like, oh, I think I know. I'm like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. I was, I, I feel like I did know way back when, when, um, uh, I was, I, I remember looking it up because of Rihanna's song. Um, what was it called? It was, it was a Rihanna song. What was it called? But she kept going, B, D, S, or something like that in it. Because it was, like, one of those songs. And my mom was like, I hate that you're listening to this and you're in junior fucking high. Um, but, um, but I don't remember what the song was called. Someone enlighten me, please, if you remember. Because I don't remember. But, um, I remember. I, I do fully remember, um, looking it up because of that song. But it was back in junior high. So I do not fucking remember what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I didn't realize it was, like... Because I knew, like, it was, like, bondage, dominate. Like, I, I kind of got that was part, but I didn't realize it was, like, B and D and D and S and S and M. Like, I didn't realize it was, like, all that. It like, sounds like a cheer. <laughs> I know. I was, like, like woo! Woo! <laughs> <Woo-hoo! laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Is that all your deep dives? <laughs> um, I think so, yeah. Um, the reason I just did the whole BDSM thing was because I wasn't sure if we would ever get more into this in the next two episodes, so I kind of wanted to bring oh, that up now. we won't. I'll tell you that right oh, now. Damn it! Okay, fine. <laughs> Heads up. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> if I have to sit through another episode without this, fine. <laughs> I, I mean, I will. It's, it's whatever. I just... <laughs> I'm here for that specifically, but, like, I guess I'll watch the rest. But you know how, like, you have your, like... You're like Cancun hitting P Vegas with a pin and like P coming in drunk, speaking Korean. Like you have like your little scenes and like that. You just like love. Yeah. This was my yeah. scene. Yeah. This was this my was scene. This was the one for me. <laughs> it was. It honestly was. It was. It was so good. It was really good. 
I will say this: the way they directed it was really good. I, I, I think. The oh way yeah, they it was fantastic. Like, the lighting was awesome. I was compelled by the lighting; it was gorgeous. It was so. Okay, I'm gonna be like super explicit real quick, like okay, more than it. I had ever been. This was the hottest fucking sex scene I think I've ever seen. <laughs> Honestly, I I do agree with they went like way more into this than they have in other shows. Absolutely. Like I, I'm talking about like, even like American shows or anything like that. I'm talking yeah. like in just like in general. No, yeah, like absolutely. it was so like the film, like you said, the direction was well done, yeah. the lighting was well done, the act, like everything in this scene was perfect. I I will say that because I know like in American shows and UK shows as well because I've watched a lot of those. There's like they'll it'll have sex in it, but it'll have it like obviously like like it'll be like the exact thing just minus you know seeing a dick you know like yeah like, it'll be very obvious because that's exactly what they're doing it'll, it'll be like shot that way too like they're just there it's framed they're on the bed they're doing the thing uh but like this scene was very very different from that like it was still like i i still say they went further than they do in those kinds of shows because they didn't go too far to where it's just like, yeah, okay, they're having sex. And they didn't go too little to where it's like, oh, we don't want to see it or we'll be, like, tainted. Like, like, yeah. But I think they went the perfect amount with it. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. This was definitely worth the wait. Yeah. Okay. For you. <laughs> For me, I, I enjoyed it. I Everyone else did, too. I, I know a lot of other people are with me on that. I was, I was sitting there going, Pete, no. <laughs> okay wow wait, wait this was an hour and 47 minutes long this was like almost two hours long wow the things we get into when we talk about sex <laughs> well the worst part is we still have the fucking darn type one and i know there's gonna be a lot to say about that we have not mean to <laughs> we have not me too like we're this is gonna be a long night this is, we're not going to bed <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's fine i gotta get up at six in the morning who cares it's fine who cares it's totally it's fine, fine. oh my god dude tomorrow i have the day off can you I'm always have actually, mondays off i don't know no i i usually oh. i for the last few weeks the only day i've had off is sundays for this because i like make sure oh. to put it on my schedule don't schedule me on sundays um but literally i because because i've been like constantly picking up shifts from people that don't want them i've been working like consistently like i have not really had a day off until now <laughs> so oh nice for a while at least so i, I mean i didn't want it off i want i was trying to find but i did pick up like two schedules for this next week which yeah. is why i turned it into a five from a three day work week mm. um but no one was looking to get rid of their monday i guess so i was i'm off on monday how about that <laughs> good for I'm you gonna, i'm gonna chill you know yeah <laughs> I'm going to have a schedule. You can watch the next episode of Thorn Type. I could watch that. I'm doing that tonight, dude. Be fair. Okay. Oh, sorry. Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Come on. Right, of I course. Priorities. To. I need to. Um, but I mean, I'm, it's not going to be a schedule this day. I still have to clean my room because it's an absolute mess. I have to. Um, I was going to do have like two dance practices, but I'm giving myself like a, a day break from that because like I just recorded like four dance practices this morning and I'm tired. <laughs> so... Mm giving myself a break and i'm just gonna chill and then halfway through the day i'll clean my room and then i'll chill again and it'll be nice <laughs> nice so yeah excited. take a chill day yeah <laughs> okay
All right. Well, at the risk of not making this any longer than it is. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah. yeah, I think that's it for Tin Porsche, episode 12. I can't wait um, for the reaction for the next one. What do you think is going to happen in the next one? Because there's going to be something very interesting that you're going to find out. I, well, again, I want more um, Vegas speed, obviously, but... Um, I don't remember. I, I don't fully remember what happens. But well, they better be in there at some extent. Like, even if it's a little thing, I'll take that. But, like, I want to I just think they, I, I'm pretty sure... No, I'm pretty sure they are. Um, okay, good. I was going to say. No, they definitely are. I, I think I remember a little bit of it, but there's, like, one big thing that doesn't have to do with Vegas P. Um, that happens. And I'm very... Is it, I feel like it's about the whole, like, driver incident mystery thing. Um, kind of. I will say that, kind of. And again, I kind of said my thoughts on that. I think that yeah. Porsche's either dad or mom or something was involved in Mafia in some way. And I think that Korn's wife, whoever she is, hit them and killed them. I don't know 100%, but I think there's something there. Mm -hmm. All I know is I don't trust Korn. Also, I forgot to mention this earlier. How come Kim's entire character up to this point was pretty much trying to figure out the mystery of um, the car accident, and yet he wasn't even there for the big reveal? I'll tell you, I have no freaking clue. Like, that was kind of like a letdown. Like, I'm just like, he's been so long trying to figure this shit out, and then and then Korn just tells Porsche on his own. As someone who's been watching, uh, who's seen the rest of it as well, I don't know why he was looking at you. That's so weird. Okay. I have Sorry. zero clue. <laughs> I just wanted to find out. That was really weird. Um, yeah, okay. Well, whatever. I have no idea. Like, I literally have no clue why he was looking into it in the first place. I think it was for the audience. Like, I don't know if it was, like, a hidden thing or not. Because I don't know. I, I mean, ah. I could I could be forgetting something. And we'll see when I watch the next one. But Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's it. We will be back next week with episode 13. Where Woo! I will learn more about the driver mystery incident. Kind car of. crash thing kind of kind of a little bit yes. i don't know it, I, I will say yeah but kind of you won't yeah it'll it's you know what it's like darn type um episode it's like how you said that episode 11 i'll find out like i'll, I'll put pieces together and figure something out and then episode 12 will go into detail about what it was wow. so that's going to be what happens to you with 13 and 14 i think okay well i was actually kind of wrong i, I realized we're watching episode 11 they kind of like told you what the real bad thing was they do pretty much yeah they do pretty much so, I, so I was kind of like oh wait never mind they do tell you i was like whoops okay well whatever you said before is what you're going to be going through okay well okay fair <laughs> yeah okay well we will see you guys next week episode 13 yeah Woo! i guess that's it yeah, i'm, I'm we'll excited we're almost done with this show. Like, that's, like, sad to me. I already have my next show picked out, I think, for you as well. Okay, I have no idea what I'm going to pick for you, so I'm kind of, like, fucked. You gotta um, figure it out. We got two weeks I know, I'm me. like... Yeah, okay, anyway. But, yeah. Um, okay, I think that's yep. all. That, okay. That's all. So we'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye.